Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Jaunty Show special, The Crisis at the U.S.-Mexico Border. I'm your host, Jaunty Brown. We thank you all for tuning in today for this special on the U.S.-Mexico border crisis. Before we begin, I want to send out prayers to all of those who have lost loved ones, friends, family members with this unfortunate pandemic, COVID-19. Our prayers go out to you and your families and we wish and pray for a speedy recovery for those that are in the hospital suffering from this disease at the present time. We want to thank all of the frontline workers, police, fire, EMS, doctors, nurses, everybody that's on the front line trying to battle this disease so we can have a normal society. Even though since the pandemic began, our society has been anything but normal. But we thank God for our blessings. We thank God for what he's provided us with. And we thank God for the safety and the people, for those in comfort that are still with us. The border crisis is an extremely dynamic issue. I'm waiting for my co-host to come into the studio, the founder of Black Pack, George Farrell, he has an organization that promotes black, Latino, and Asian candidates around the country, promoting Americanism, the Constitution's values, liberty, justice, as well as raising the level of consciousness among all Americans on the issues that face us today. The U.S.-Mexico crisis or border crisis is not new to America. We've been struggling with a border crisis for quite some time, even during the Obama administration. He was the first administration to start building and putting kids in cages 
uh, as it's referred to, that Donald Trump put them in cages. Uh, since that time, Donald Trump has been elected into office and his policies have reshaped or halted, if I would say, the border crisis. Now, after four years of Donald Trump, the the Biden, the border crisis was under control and the policies of sending back illegal immigrants that were released from prison or what have you started to change the dynamic of controlling the drugs, the fentanyl, the human trafficking, the gangs, and the drug cartels. Would everyone please stand by for a moment? Uh, I have to take a station break. I have to reach out to uh, our guests. Please stand by for a second. Okay, we're back. Uh, Mr. Farrell just called into the studio and said he will be with us shortly. Um, You know, when Biden was running for election, He promised open borders. He promised to reduce the Trump policies that protected American citizens, American workers, and American families. During the Biden campaign, Biden openly welcomed illegal immigrants to come to this country open-heartedly. And now that Joe Biden is elected, the crisis is six times worse than it was under the Obama administration. We see a rise in crime. We see a rise in human trafficking. And we see a rise in drug trafficking. Not only that, Biden's policy of catch and release, as well as failure to test these illegal immigrants, for any diseases, not just COVID-19, any diseases before they enter into this country and drop them off into any community is reckless. I noticed that my guest is in the studio, George Farrell, as I mentioned, founder of Black Pack, supporter of Black, Latino, Asian candidates across the country to try to make a difference in America today. Not only do they support candidates, but they are educating the American people in the electric and raising the level of consciousness on the things that must be done to face America's challenges today. It is an honor and pleasure that I introduce to you a dear friend of mine, a person who is active in national politics on the ground on a daily basis, no matter where he is. Let me welcome to the show, Mr. George Farrell. Hey, George. Chauncey. Chauncey, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on your show. It's one of the best shows in the country. So you give out a lot of knowledge, and people need to recognize that. It's not just a lot of chatter, but it's a lot of knowledge that people can act on. 
So I'm very honored to be on your show and talk about this topic that we shouldn't even be talking about. But we're talking about it anyway because we have a – I'll give say senile president. We, we have a senile president. <laughs> With all due respect. With all due respect, George. <laughs> Uh, we have a, a president, I'm going to bail you out of this, we have a, a president that is currently suffering from medical issues, that he has intellectual challenges from, uh, I apologize for George's short outburst on the show. Go ahead, George. <laughs> right. well, well, I, I'm just saying what, what his, uh, his previous boss, uh, Obama, wasn't even a fan of him, so. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being too honest. I may be too honest for your show, which is why I don't do too much. Absolutely, media. absolutely, George. Uh, you know, we expect that you to jump right in and, and go right on the attack. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. But anyway, let, let's talk about this, this crisis. This crisis, um, you know, there's two countries that are in Central America that are flooding the United States border. Uh, with refugees, but these people are leaving because one of these countries is a narco state. Uh, the brother of the president of one of these countries is already doing time in the United States for drug dealing. He's already done three years for drug dealing. So we have a narco state that is is not just importing people illegally, but drugs. And has said that he wants to flood the United States with cocaine. That's in a trial, a federal trial in New York, that we have a president of a country who wants to flood our country not only with the people he does not want. He doesn't want to feed these people. He doesn't want to educate them. He wants to dump it. He's purging his country, and he's purging them to the United States. No other Central American country would take these people. There's other countries on the way here that they could stop and resettle and have the same language, but they're coming to the United States because they're, they're being directed by a narco trafficker, and, and I could be putting myself in danger by saying this, <laughs> a narco state, um, and, and, and we're not dealing with it properly. We're, we're, we're not even looking at this as an invasion, which is what it is, it, you know. It's good to help people. I'm not having a cold heart and saying turning away the people who really want to come, who really want a better life. A lot of these people, I feel sorry for them. They 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 have been through um, two hurricanes or two earthquakes and natural disasters, and, and we need to help them. But there's a way to do it. You know, there is a way to do this. If you look at it properly, and we, are, we have failed to help them properly. Now, both of these countries, Guatemala and Honduras, stretch from the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific Ocean. So these are not landlocked countries. They have ports. And the proper way to help them, if we really wanted to help them, would be to send uh, military ships, the hospital ships. We have 500-foot hospital ships that could go and help these people as part of the Navy. You know, the Navy has hospital ships that can treat people, test people. They have operating, uh, they have, they have operating rooms on these ships. And, and we have two of these ships. We have the Comfort and the Mercy. 
which are new, which are U.S. Navy hospital ships that we could deploy to both coasts of these countries and help them and, and actually provide assistance, food, medical care, and really evaluate what's really going on. And along with those two ships, the Comfort and the Mercy, we should send an aircraft carrier to both coasts as a show of power and a show of strength. Right now, we look like the weakest country on earth. And that's, that's bad for the United States. It's bad for our international presence that we don't have these hospital ships, which aren't even really deployed. I think one's in Los Angeles, one's in New York. We could send two nice hospital ships, shiny white with the big red cross on it, and we could have them accompanied by, because our military doesn't have anything to do right now anyway. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure we have some operations going on. But mm-hmm. we could send them with two aircraft carriers and say, look, stop sending these people. We'll treat your people. We'll help you. We'll feed you. We'll help you through these disasters. But we're also going to send our military down there because we're looking at this as an invasion. And we want you to stop that invasion right now. And we're not doing this. This is part of what the United States does to help people and also to show strength. And that's what we should be doing is showing strength through assistance. That's what the United States does. We help people, but we show strength at the same time. Right now, we're being abused and laughed at by two very small Central American countries that are abusing our, you know, they're taking our our niceness for weakness. And, And we shouldn't be seen as a weak country. We can be seen as a nice country. But we shouldn't be seen as a weak country that will allow a narco state to take advantage of us. We need some leadership in the Pentagon. We need some leadership in the White House. And with that, I'll stop and take questions. George, absolutely. Thank you so much for that brief insight on what is transpiring. What is sad is, and I mentioned this prior to you coming into the studio, is that Joe Biden is single-handedly responsible for touting on the campaign trail that he is going to reverse Obama's immigration policies or welcome, and you have 100 days to get here. That is reckless. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we have people at the border that we don't know if they're coming with diseases We don't know if it's human trafficking. We don't know if they're traveling with drugs in their bodies. We don't know anything. And Joe Biden's catch and release into our communities. And now he's talking about transporting these illegal aliens from the south to northern cities. People in America, please wake up. He is displacing the black vote. He is displacing the current Hispanic vote that is going to the Republican Party. This show is about sharing and talking truth to power. This is not about politics. This is about people's lives that we care about. And what this administration is doing is not only reckless, but borderline criminal, because when you release people into our communities without testing them without diseases, you are potentially going to infect the American communities 
in which you released these illegal aliens into that is shameful. Today, when Obama was president compared to now, the crisis is six times as worse than it was under the Obama administration. Trump's policies not only curtailed drug trafficking, human trafficking, okay, and the huge migration with building the wall, including sound policies, revamping how people apply for visas, but the American people on the left and the media says that's racist. Most people in this country have a lock on their door. So don't come here and tell us that it's racist. We must debunk the the left's narrative of identity politics and races to justify their position of no policy solutions to America's challenge that the Democratic Party creates. This is shameful. And I implore the American people to please wake up, pay attention to what's going on. Okay? This is not about racism. This is about power and money, distribution of wealth, and election power. This has nothing to do with humanity. It does for people like us who care about humans, but for for the political elite, for the global elite, it's about power and money. And the left and the Democrats have already said, and if you look at California, we want to give these people the path to citizenship. Yes, but it's before you get to this country. It's not when you're here, then you want to accelerate it, then you want to give them a driver's license, then you want to give them a a way to vote, then you want to give them free health care, then you want to give them housing. Really, people? Who's going to pay for this? Your children, our children, our grandchildren. Stop buying into the emotional minutia, and let's look at the policies and the facts of how they're impacting or will impact our community, health-wise, economic-wise, social-wise, and educational-wise. George, go ahead. Well, let me say this. This, this is actually an act of war, yes. and we're not looking at it that way. When you're, when you're invading a country with disease or people, and, and, and these people have to hopefully learn English. This is, English is not their first language. We have we're, – we're impacting negatively, negatively the Hispanics, the Latinos that are already here, which are anti-communist, which is why they would vote Republican. They're anti-communist. We're impacting the Asian community that's already here, which is anti-communist, and we're flooding their communities. And, and actually, the buses are already on the way to Florida. The buses – of these folks are already on the way to Florida. And, and where are they going to locate in Florida? I guess they're going to send them to Miami. We've been through this before with the Marilito boat left with, with, uh, with Cuba, with Castro. We've been through this before where the worst of the worst were shipped to our country. And out of that, we, we have a movie we, that, that actually documents it was a great movie with Al Pacino called Scarface. So out of that, 
Mario Lito Boatlift. This is Mario Lito Boatlift Part 2 that we're mm-hmm. seeing, but they're not coming by boat. They're coming by land. And, and like I said, the, we're, we're being bombarded by two countries that really don't like the United States. So what do they do? They invade. They invade, and Biden is a participant in the invasion. He's allowing us to be invaded, and he's allowing resources to be taken from cities like Jackson, Mississippi, which hadn't had water for almost four months. The people of Jackson, Mississippi, don't even have water, and we haven't seen that as a priority. This is a city that's 70% black and lacks water because they don't have the resources, and now they really don't have the resources to even provide basic water. We have Jackson, Mississippi is, is living in the fourth world standard. And instead of taking our people first, taking care of our people, America first, which was a Trump standard, America first, we're making America last. We're making America last, not even to a military power. Forget Russia, forget China. We're being invaded and, and, and overtaken by Honduras. By socialist communist reality. countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by socialist yeah. communist countries. This is the reality of what we're what our country is going through. And and if this mm-hmm. doesn't convince you to vote Republican, I don't know what will. I mean, if when 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 uh, your tax dollars, when, when your street lights go out, when your stop lights go out when your water stops working and your city or state doesn't have the resources to fix it, this is why. This should convince everybody in Mississippi to vote Republican because the Democrats are giving away your resources. Now, I forgot to give out our website, so let me back up. (laughs) I run a group called Black Pack, which is the Black Latin Asian Knowledge Political Action Committee. We combine to work to elect blacks, Latin, and Asians, Republicans, and conservatives across the country, of which there's a lot of, more than uh, anyone knows. There's a lot of, uh, I think, Marjorie Greene's district in Georgia is 50% Hispanic, and we elected Marjorie Greene while the Republican Party lost two Senate seats. So we're really good at what we do. Um, So the Black, Latin, Asian Knowledge Political Action Committee GOP is our website. That's BlackPack, B-L-A-K-P-A-C, GOP is our website. And you can read all about us there. We're very supportive of uh, Black, Latin, and Asian uh, uh, candidates. Sometimes we're the only support they get because the RNC doesn't know how to communicate with Black, Latins, or Asians. So sometimes we're the only support that these candidates get to want to win. We just elected two Asian women in California, Koreans, put them in Congress. Marjorie Green put her in Congress. Byron Donalds in Florida helped put him in Congress. So we have a success record. Uh, Julia, Julia, Julia in Tennessee recently was one of yours yes. as well. <clears throat> yes, yes. Um, we, he was one of us, our candidates. Unfortunately, we didn't win. We, we uh couldn't even get him on a TV debate stage because of the censorship from the Democrats. So we've been working very hard, and sometimes we're the only one fighting for minority candidates, and that's a shame. I need Donald Trump to step up. I need Ronna McDaniel 
Romney to step out. I'll call him out because I got, like Trump says, I got nothing to lose. You're not helping me anyway. So you need to step up and help me, Don. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, George, uh, thank you. I, I can't thank you enough for what you bring to the country and to the community of the work that you do. Uh, it's unparalleled to any nonprofit political organization that I am aware of in the country. And I am humbled and grateful and blessed to have you on my show talking about the challenges that America faces. I do want to mention something that I found very interesting early on in this crisis to the border is how did illegal aliens get thousands of T-shirts saying Joe Biden let us in? No one has asked that question. The mainstream media has refused to ask that question, and I ask that question as often as I get. This was a planned event. This was a planned crisis. Okay? And if anyone thinks that it wasn't, all you have to do is open your eyes. Because how do these people that are not even in this country... How did they acquire Joe Biden T-shirts from America to let us in for them to prepare thousands of people to walk with T-shirts on? Please let us in. This is a shame that the Biden administration is selling America from day one. And the American people need to really wake up Everyone, especially those who are voting Democrat, you're voting against your interest. Look at every Democratic city across the nation. Hope and change from Obama never came. You voted for you voted for Joe Biden because you said Trump is a racist. But Joe Biden has more racist roots, more racist interactions, more racist comments more racist policies than Donald Trump can ever perform in his lifetime. But see, people in this country, and I always talk about it, okay, politics is an intellectual sport, not an emotional one. Now, we know that the left has hijacked people based on emotions with identity politics. It's failing It's not going to work. It undermines Martin Luther King's message of that we should be judged by the content and character of our being and not by the color of our skin. And the Democratic Party has turned Martin Luther King's dream into a nightmare. And it is a shame. The Democratic Party today does not represent values of the American people. They represent global elitism. They represent socialism. They represent communism. They do not represent the people of America. And that's why we have this show, to tell the American people the truth about really what is going on in America that the mainstream media is not talking about. What say you, George? I agree with you. We we elected 
a, a, a senator from the smallest state in the union to be our president that's, that is only known for having corporations registered there as a tax dodge. That's and our president. Would, George, and please <laughs> let me add to this. Yeah, this is very important because it's the first time in history that I've ever seen uh, 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 the acronym, the Biden-Harris administration. Not only did you have a senator who was a loser, then you had a, 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 a U.S. Uh, attorney general or former prosecutor from California who came in last in the presidential primary. Last. Yeah, we've elected two losers. Nobody voted for her. We've elected... <laughs> no. Nobody. <laughs> and then they they expect us to believe, George, that Joe Biden got 11 million votes more than Obama, and he didn't leave his basement. No way. And he didn't leave his basement. No way. He's in one state talking about he's in another state. And this was eight months ago. We saw the decline and the dementia and the loss of memory eight, nine months ago. But the rhetoric that Donald Trump is dangerous, the rhetoric that Donald Trump is a racist, well, you know, I have a surprise from my audience today. I had the honor of meeting Dr. Sheldon Roth, who was a psychiatrist, who came out with the book. <clears throat> and give me a second. I want to get the exact name up before I forget. The exact name of the book is Psychologically Sound, The Mind of Donald J. Trump. Now, see, that's a blessing from God that I got blessed <laughs> yes. with this man <laughs> to come on my show to talk about, and I'm going to read just briefly about what this man brings to the table. The media and his political foes frequently attack Donald Trump, who claims that he is mentally unfit for the presidency. Increasingly, his critics label him unstable, crazy, or insane. But these armchair diagnoses have more to do with the dislike of his policies than any real clinical analysis. In his book, Psychology Sound, Selden Roth draws on decades of psychiatric and academic experience to reveal President Trump in a holistic manner, an understandable, stable, even likable person. What emerges is a complex portrait of a man who has been effective and successful in business and politics, but who also has regrets about his failings in his personal life. That show is going to be aired on May 27th. That is going to be extremely insightful, and that's going to be from a psychiatrist. Forget about feelings and emotions. This person is trained to psychoanalyze someone's brain. So we're going to have on our show a doctor that's going to debunk the lame, fake, mainstream media narrative narrative that Donald Trump is crazy. And I'm even going to ask him the question. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Ruston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. 
or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Do you believe that Donald Trump is a racist? That's going to be my most powerful question to him. And to hear how he responds intellectually about his perception of Donald Trump. However, most people like George and I uh, spend time doing our homework, doing research, and we don't get bogged down with the lies from the mainstream media. I am proud to have supported Donald Trump and his policies. They have been the most aggressive policies in the nation to advance not only African Americans, but as American First policy advanced businesses, advanced opportunity zones, advanced the Religious Freedom Act, the first step act to release people from prison. These are unmonumental policies that have been in place by the Trump administration and have been denounced by the fake mainstream media and the left of real real policies that have had impacts on direct families' homes. When was the last time a president sent you a check directly? When was the last time the President of the United States sent you a check directly for your struggling to regular working people? And what does Joe Biden do as soon as he gets elected? SSI, Social Security, SSD, waiting for their checks while people in prison got checks. And we yes. talk about and we talk yes. about that this is a sound administration because he makes us feel good by the way he talks. Please, people, let's wake up. Please. Oh, wake up. Let's, and let's you, say you forgot nation. to mention the permanent the permanent HBCU funding that Donald Trump oh. did. Before then, the HBCU had to beg for money from Congress. He made it permanent. So they had to stop the begging in the annual trip to Congress to ask for funding. Not, not only that, I can find pictures of Donald Trump with Muhammad Ali back in the 70s. Oh, I can't oh, find oh. any pictures of, of, of Biden with black people in the 70s or even the 80s. Hey, let's, hey, hey, George, let's go down the list. Mike Tyson, Jesse Jackson, yeah. Don King. Oh, e- even, even style, uh, what do you call it, uh, race-baiting uh, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton, that's right. Actually Al gave Sharp- money to Al Sharpton. Gave oh, money to Al Sharpton. Please. You won't that's find what- Biden <laughs> giving any black groups any money, or you won't even find Biden with any. Biden's the racist, the reverse race. He's got you fooled. Biden is the racist. He wants to keep you, like he said, in chains. Uh, and, and not only is he going to keep you in chains, he's going to have these illegal Hispanics leapfrog over you for jobs. Health care. Housing. For health care. Exactly. And we have veterans, homeless people. He's going to put you back in chains. He's going to have exactly. you living like you're in Jackson, Mississippi without water. No, that's he's going to have Biden's us living back in the Jim Crow era. That's what he's going to have us doing, but we don't realize it. Okay? 
He's going to have you back as second-class citizens. Give it, give it 10 years and wait till you see what resources you have compared to the resources that are going to go to illegal aliens that never stood for the Pledge of Allegiance, that George, never served in the military. George, $86 million to house illegal aliens in a hotel, and we have veterans mentally ill drug addicts sleeping on the streets in tents, yet you give $86 million and put these people up in a hotel? Are you serious? I mean, well, $86 people, million, dollars, you could do two flyovers of Guatemala and give them their country back. <laughs> you know? Listen, Donald Trump had the right idea when he established a policy of communicating and networking with all these countries and working on an agreement with assisting them with money to keep these people where they are and whatever help they needed. And if you violated and broke the law, you were arrested and deported. Absolutely. This, this is a republic. We are a nation based on the rule of law. When you undermine the rule of law, you don't have a country. You don't have a republic. And what are we doing with the legal immigrants that have gone through the green card phase already? What what are we doing? What, we're, we're actually, we're not even serving them. They're, they're delayed two years or more. People who are coming into the country <clears throat> legally, going through citizenship classes. We're hurting people who have gone through the system. And that's from people from all over the world. We're hurting not only the people that are, right, we're we're hurting people. And we're not bringing in doctors. We're not bringing in lawyers. We're not bringing in any professionals in this group. I'm going to These are people who are going to work for $3 an hour. Because $15 an hour is going to put all the black people who are legal, who have social security numbers, they won't find jobs. You're going to put small businesses out of business. They're not going to be able to provide a job because they're going to be out of business because how are you going to be able to pay the workman's comp, the insurance on that employee at $15 an hour? See, I'm a small business owner, so I have an idea. You're going to break them, and then you want to raise the corporation tax from 20% back up to 39%. And all people's going to do what money is hiding. So that money is not going to be reinvested back into the community. And we look at Donald Trump's policies of cutting taxes, lowering regulations, stimulated growth in the economy, corporations reinvested, gave out bonuses, hired more people. I mean, I don't know, America. Please, we need to wake up. <laughs> we're I mean, going to wake I, up because I mean, we, we need to wake going up. to start looking like a third world country. We're going to have people selling food, unwashed, unclean food on the side of the road, and that's going to become what our countries and cities look like. We already have look that like in, in Chicago, in Baltimore, in, in Watts. We already have it here, George. We've got to remind these people. It's already here. It's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. We have neighborhoods <laughs> that look worse than bomb zones in, in the Middle East. But you know what? The left is happy as long as you keep our people oppressed, as long as you give me the guineas, 
as long as you give me free stuff, as long as you don't put us in jail, as long as you let us do what we want, as long as you let us tear down history, we'll be fine. People, we're losing, we're losing our country, people, to people who are not Americans, to people who want to seize power at whatever cost. And it's hurting all the American people. Please wake up, people. Please pay attention. Donald Trump tried to warn us about the realities of what is going on in this country. And what did the mainstream media do? Attack. Called him a racist. Remember, people, they laughed at Jesus, too. (laughs) They criticized Jesus, too. They laughed at Jesus, too. They called Jesus' name, too. I'm not calling Donald Trump Jesus. But damn, people, wake up. (laughs) Wake up. If they were going to crucify Jesus Christ, who's Donald Trump? So he must be doing something right. Yes, he shut down the lobbyist money. He shut down the illegal money. He shut down the gangs, the human trafficking, the illegal money, the drugs. That's why they wanted to get rid of him, because it wasn't business as usual. They weren't making their money on illegal human trafficking, on drug trafficking, on crime, on guns. That's why these borders are open. I'm not a politician. I can call it the way it is. These call people it the way it is. Mexico don't even want these people. Mexico's <laughs> not even taking it. Come on now. It's uh, Mexico's on, like, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. Don't stop. Don't stop here. And, Don't and in Mexico, here. they have the military at that border. You try to come in, you're going to get shot. In all those South American right. countries. In all those South American countries are guarded by a military presence. And you don't want to go with one of, and you don't want to get caught and go to one of their jails if you're not you you'd rather off being killed than going to one of their jails. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. We don't have a military presence at our, at our border. We, we have a government agency that's overwhelmed. We don't have an aircraft carrier off of these borders, off of these waters of these borders. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, let's be nice. Here's a hospital ship, but here's an aircraft carrier. You know the damage they can do? <laughs> Send somebody you know, else. And George, we'll you know, you. do you know what's pathetic? That's a velvet glove approach. Use George, a velvet glove. Use something. George, uh, George, <laughs> Joe Biden. Excuse me, I'm going to say George Biden. <laughs> George, you got me worked up today. <laughs> you, are, you are worked up. Yeah, we're, yeah, losing, we're losing our country and we're witnessing it. We're, we're witnesses to the destruction of America. And not one bomb is being dropped. They're using people as bullets, which might be filled with diseases. We don't know because we can't test them. Well, you know what? And and you got to understand, people willing to sleep on the floor to leave a country, something's wrong with that country. To walk 1,400 miles or more, something's wrong with that country. We need to fix it at the source. Fixing it after the source is the wrong thing to do. And we have the resources to do it, and we're not doing it. This is a military operation, and we need to reassess how we're fixing this. 
George, what, I agree. What's, what's the next country that's going to abuse us? George, I agree with you 100% that we need a military presence. Mm-hmm. But can I ask you a question? Why is yeah. Joe Biden calling on volunteers to help out at the border? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Are, are, are you serious? Yeah. You're calling on volunteers yeah. to go. That's leadership? Calling for volunteers? And you have the weight of the federal government behind you? And you're calling for volunteers? This is inept leadership. You know, when I first got elected to the office, my mother gave me a plaque. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is action. And Donald Trump promises made, promises kept. I don't care what you think about him. The proof is in the pudding. Look at what's in writing, not the rhetoric. But no, people like the niceties. Talk to me nice. Promise me everything. And then stab you in the back. Look at every city controlled by the Democrats for the past 70 years, people. That's all you got to do. They lie, they cheat, they steal, and deliver nothing. Look at your own backyard. Every major city. They have done nothing about gun violence. They have done nothing about crime in these cities. They've done nothing about mental health. They've done nothing about homelessness. So why do you think that President Biden is going to change that dynamic when he becomes president? People? As a matter of fact, the city of Baltimore is not prosecuting prostitution anymore. Well, prostitution should be legal along with drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, legalize all of it. Legalize everything. You're at the drop cross. And I, I, and I guess if you get stabbed and you're not bleeding bad enough, that's not a crime. But. George, George, when I was in college in the early 80s, my professor says, you want to get rid of crime? Legalize prostitution and drugs. And I was like, you know what? Now I'm, what, 18 at the time? I'm like, you know what? That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Because if you give people what they want, like Amsterdam, where there's prostitution uh-huh. and drugs under government control, you protect the safety of society's health. You know, forget about the morality. I'm not the judge of for God. I mean, trust me, no. I won't be in line there. I got my own sins I'm trying to work with God to forgive me for. Yeah. <laughs> but when you really look at it, if you, there'd be no crime. If you gave people what they want, why would they steal? I mean, I, mean, I, don't, condone, I don't condone alcoholism, drug abuse. I don't condone it one bit. I had my own challenges, my own personal challenges with it. Okay, but, but if, if you still... let people like in, in mm-hmm. Baltimore, it's unsafe. It's unsafe under Sunday after sundown. So, you know, Baltimore used to have a used to be a great city. They, they I uh, yeah, they had I a love very Baltimore. Active, I, I love going to Baltimore and going to the Orioles games. Going to the, the harbor. City, the stadium used to be in the city. Going to the mm-hmm. inner harbor. Harbor, yep. Now, none of that is safe. And you know what's no, sad? Not even in the daytime. And, and you know what's sad? They talk about white supremacy in this country. A black person <clears throat> has a 90% chance of being assaulted and killed by another black person before a white supremacist. 
but the mainstream media doesn't want to address that issue. Black on black crime is the highest in the nation. We are killing Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) Chicago. Patterson. Baltimore. Watts. We're killing each other. Where is Black Lives Matter about it? Where is Black Lives Matter on the front line for black on black crime? When a black officer kills a black kid, when another black kid kills a, where is Black Lives Matter? No, they're worrying about changing the dynamic of the family. They're worrying about LBGTQ. They're worrying about <laughs> a, 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 a transgender. Uh, identity is going to be accepted in society. That's what they're worried about. All of these are moral things that are not ordained by God. No. We are in trouble, people. Satan is roaring his head because his time is near. Satan's time is near. They have shoes with blood on them, shoes with blood in them, I think. I, I don't I don't get the I don't get why somebody would pay a thousand dollars to have shoes with, with infected blood in them. I, I'm not getting that point. Um, well, it's just like yeah. letting people in this country that have been tested. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, but they don't realize the effect that it's going to have on the public education system, on the hospital system, on our social system. They don't realize the impact of that. And that is the sad we, part. We're going to have a, a we're going to have a tough time in four or five years with with the with the COVID, which we haven't even touched on yet, which Biden didn't even mention in his press conference, not even one question. Talk about softball, uh, and I guess it's because you know he didn't have he didn't have anything about it on his piece of paper. We we have a president We have a president who's not Addressing the real issues in the United States And unfortunately We're stuck with this guy for four years Maybe not I I don't wish anyone Wow, George I'm sorry I'm too honored honored to be in the media I'm too honored to be in the media Why don't don't the black pack donate uh, uh, Biden a wheelchair because his time is near well, look, he broke his neck three times going up the escalator. They're already, they're already prepping Harris to be the president. The Democratic Party yeah. already instituted the 25th Amendment. See, people don't look at these things. As it's a matter of fact, she doesn't even stay in the vice president's residence, which is up by American University. She's staying in the Blair House, which is across the street, in yeah. case something happens. She can, be I, there or, she can be on the spot. And guess so, what? I'm and so I'm like, glad that's you, not where she's I'm, supposed to stay. And I'm so glad you brought that up because the news this morning that I was reading that she was complaining about construction work workers doing work in that house. That's news, and you haven't even been to the border yet, and you weren't about construction and a, and a, and a taxpayer's mansion. Yep, people, they don't care they about you. They don't care about us. But no, I'm an Uncle Tom. I'm a racist. I'm all those and, and she's worried about drapes. Yeah. She's worried about drapes. I mean, the house is a really nice house. It used to be a hotel. It's huge. <laughs> so, 
when you're upset about living in a hotel that's been converted to a house with huge rooms and fine appliances, you don't have to cook. You don't have to clean it. What's your problem? What were you complaining about when you don't have to do anything but go to bed and get up in the morning? Elitism. And if, if something happens to your boss, you're right across the street. You can you can swear in on the way over across the street, which is I think is why she's staying so close, because it's a 20 minute ride from the original uh, vice president's residence. Mm-hmm. So George, we have a lot of work to do. Yes, uh, this hour went by. I, I booked this show for an hour. Oh, we oh, have I'm eight. Sorry. No, George, don't be sorry. We, uh, whoever was listening, I think that we shared a lot of information today. And George, uh, I would hope, I know that you have an extremely busy schedule with candidates all over the country, but I would hope that you would come on the show again to continue to talk about- I will always make time for you. Thank you. To continue to talk about the challenges. Thank you, George, because we need to have this conversation because the mainstream media is ignoring these issues. And we are the only voice of reason is conservative talk radio. And we know that our voice is being stymied because we speak truth to power. You know, I never like that term, truth to power. (laughs) <laughs> because really, we're the truth. We're we're speaking truth, which makes us the power. Amen. Amen. We're, yes. we're speaking truth, makes us the power, and the people that work with us, that support us, are the powerful. We can stop this, people. We can stop this. There is a. We're talking about two leaders of two countries, one who's been associated with drug <laughs> dealing, who should be in a U.S. jail. And the other one used to run the prison system in that country and became president. We own, we actually have two illegitimate presidents in those two countries who are taking advantage of us and showing Russia and China how it's done. That's the danger. Well, that's because we, we have two, two countries. We, wait a second, George. We have two illegitimate <laughs> people in the White House. What are you talking? We don't have just two countries. Oh, yeah, we, we, have <laughs> we have three illegitimate presidents. We have an illegitimate president in the White House who probably doesn't even know where he is today. Excuse me. Might, oh my! He goodness. might not even know where he is today. <laughs> that's and that's sad because sometimes he does. not that is sad. <laughs> no, no. That, you know, we're in trouble. No. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up today. That's what, before yeah. we close out the show, <laughs> Rocket Man is back. Okay. Donald, <laughs> did you get it yet? Uh, Donald Trump no. called. Donald Trump called the president of North Korea, oh. Rocket Man. That's right. Rocket now, Man. Now, now, you see, now, Let's look at when Donald Trump was president. We had no wars. We brought troops back from home. We had the greatest peace deal in the Middle East in the history of our country since uh, the 1970s with Anwar Sadat, Menachem Begin, um, and, uh, 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 and 
and Jimmy Carter, and I forgot one more from Palestine. I think it was uh, we moved we moved the embassy in Israel to its proper mm-hmm. location. <laughs> That's another thing. And you're right, little rocket man is firing rockets again. So you talk about not only the lack of respect from the world doesn't respect us right now. Putin called out Biden for a live debate. Really? Yeah. He said, I'll debate you live because I know you can't keep up with me. In English, not even his native language. He'll debate Biden in English. (laughs) That's pretty bad when a foreign leader says, I'll debate you in your language and screw you over. You know, George, uh, we're, we're getting ready to close. And before we close, I remember as a firefighter and fire captain in Patterson that I was at ground zero on that unfaithful day in New York. Oh, God. I have never seen American unity in my lifetime after 9-11. It's a shame that people forgot who the real enemies are. And I hope that we do not have another 9-11 situation that's going to force us to come together as one nation, as one people, as one republic. Because that was One nation under God. Amen. You, you know, you, you bring that up and and we're all Americans, and that's what we have to get to. And we have to defend America as Americans. We're not, I'm not being racist against these people because I know they're suffering. But I know there's a solution that is in their country and not our country. And, and, and that's what we have to come together as Americans. We want, you to, we, want you to, we want you to have peace in your country. We want you to have good leadership in your country. We want good leadership in our country, which we're not getting right now. But we need you to stay home and fix your country the way we're going to stay in the United States and fix our country. Clean up your own backyard. My mother used to listen to that record. Clean up your own backyard. George, we were raised the same way. Clean up your own backyard. George, unfortunately, we're out of time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having informative me. conversation on policy, American politics. Uh, we are grateful that you are a friend of mine, the Chauncey Show, and that you come on here to raise a level of consciousness to help educate the American people. And your support for candidates around the country with your organization is unparalleled to any organization in the country today. I want all of my listeners to please Go to Black Pack website. George will repeat the website again. Please donate to Black Pack because this, this money helps us to get candidates in office that want to protect the American dream, the values of America, our religious freedom, our First, Second Amendment rights. We need people in office that are going to serve people and not their own interests. And that's what George organization is about. And please, you know, any amount, $5, $10, a little bit helps. Every little bit helps. So please make your donation to Black Pack today and help Black Pack and George's organization continue to be a real voice 
for the people in America. Thank you, George. God bless you and your family. Thank uh, you, before, yeah, just repeat your website oh. one more time before I close out. www.blakpac.gop is the website. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And that's www.blakpac.gop. Thank you, and God bless everyone within the sound of our voices. And may you stay safe and healthy. George, it's always an honor and a blessing. Thank you. You're listening to The Chauncey Show, where this was a special, the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're proud to have in the studio today founder of the Pack, Black Pack, which is an organization that helps candidates on the country to get elected to serve people and not self. We're honored and blessed to have him in the studio today. Please join us tomorrow, Tuesday at 6 o'clock, where we're going to have in the studio Joe Ray Perkins, candidate for U.S. Senate out of Oregon, very dynamic and exciting person that wants to change the face of America and protect its people. We're going to be here tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Please tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. You can follow the Chauncey Show on Parlor. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, on all the major social media networks. Also, you can follow our podcasts on Spotify, Speecher, uh, 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 iTunes. We're all over the place. Please follow us. Please check us out. We're sorry that we ran over a little bit. God bless you all. We keep you in your prayers. Stay safe. And remember always, keep the faith. God bless you all, and have a good afternoon. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.